Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're doing this the right way this time. This is part two of Gray's Academy featuring private practice. Private practice. Yes. Special edition. Limited uh, edition. Yeah. Limited New time. Malgic. Malgic. Oh, my. Limited, Limited time. Limited time. Magic. Uh, while I was upstairs using the the potty room, I was looking at the new albums that Taylor Swift, the new album that Taylor Swift dropped, and there is a feature from Post Malone and Florence Ooh. and the Machine. So very excited for that. And one of the titles is "But Daddy, I Love Him." So Marlo mm-hmm. will love it because it's about Ariel. Oh, is it really? No, but that is a direct quote from The Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, she will love. But that, Daddy, probably. I love him. Eh. So, anyways, very exciting. Welcome back. It's part two. I'm Carmen. She's Kelsey. And we have other things to talk about. But first, we have to do the thing. Tell us what what happens first, Kelsey. Well, first, Carmen gets mad at everybody's segment. Living everybody's favorite segment. Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland! No one. Okay. I know. Well, you want, you made me do it. I kind of didn't want to do it, but it's not it's my okay. fault. It's okay. We have to do it for consistency. It's okay. It's true. But not a lot. <sighs> it's okay. I was surprised. I would have, I really I would have guessed mom. the mom. Yes, really Cody's mom. Cody's mom. Or I was like, maybe it'll be that social worker. Nope. Oh, yeah. The one who was in there for like five seconds. We're just doing some house cleaning. So before we get distracted by other plot points, we need to talk about the last scene between Addison and Mark Mm. after they have had sex yet again. And they're both laying naked and stunningly beautiful in her Mm -hmm, bed. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he is like, I could move here. We could raise it. He, which he had brought that up earlier in the episode where he's like, I could move here. We could raise this baby together. Like I'm friends with Sam and Naomi. I can be like, I can come here. I'll just fit right in. Blah, 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 all this stuff. And so he brings it up again and he's like, it's the perfect situation. There's three parents. No one's ever tired. There's always like extra people. And Addison is just like, listen, are you serious? Because like, if you take the baby out of the equation, if there was no baby, do you still want to be with me? Because you paint a pretty picture and I'm sad. So I'm real close to just saying yes, but I'm not going to be in love with someone who's in love with someone else. So if you just are going to be sad that you're not with Lexi the whole time you're doing this, then I can't do it. But she says, if you really want me, then ask me again. And he says, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Red. Fucking... Chelsea Dagger, right to the heart. Who's Chelsea Dagger? Chelsea Dagger, it's a song. 
That's a I band. Don't know that song. I don't know That's, that. That's um. Is it the band? The ba- the band is Chelsea Dagger, or the song is Chelsea Dagger. Anytime the Hawks, the Blackhawks score a goal, they sing the Chelsea Dagger song. It's the da 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 I would like some sushi, though. Oh, yes. That we could do. Chelsea Dagger, song by the Fratellis. That's, yes. Chelsea Dagger is the song. Yes, there you go. You're welcome. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, that's a great scene. I'm Um, so sad about that, though. Yeah, it was really heartbreaking. But I appreciate the honesty. We don't want to perpetuate a relationship in which they are not. And an apology. He gives two apologies. That's true. He does actually say he the actually words, says I'm sorry. Credit where credit's due. I I was actually rooting for them this whole episode. I yeah. it felt because you know the, the title of the episode, another second chance. Mm-hmm. I thought this was their second chance for love. Yeah. <sighs> Passing the, ships. The cards were stacked against them, you know. Yeah. They could have made they could have made a beautiful be. family. Maybe in another I still think line. there is time. I still think there's time. I still think that there's a chance. They could he could adopt Sloane's baby and name the baby Sloane. Why would he do that? Middle name Sloane. Sloane Sloane Sloane. Sloane Sloane. Sloane Sloane That was a good one. Maybe you know, the other day, wear the robe more often. Maybe the robe is making you funnier. Yeah, it's true. Maybe. <laughs> Every other day when I made a killer reminiscus joke. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, I think about it from time to time. Yeah, that was a good one. All right. So, yeah, I like them together. It's sad. They have history and it could have been cool. But. I'm just glad that Mark's not out here having sex with like Naomi or Violet. Like everyone who Addison knows and loves screws her (laughs) friends. And I'm just glad Mark didn't. I just love when Violet meets busy and she's like, have you met my husband, the captain? She's like, Oh, I met him once or twice. And she goes, Oh, did you meet him once? Or did you meet him twice? (laughs) Wasp. Uh huh. And she goes, yeah, actually it was twice. Maybe three times, four times. <sighs> and once more for luck. Mm. All right. I feel like we need to spend some time talking about this Cody kid, and then we can end with Charlotte and Cooper. Oh, God. Because Charlotte yeah. and Cooper are giving me big time feelings in this episode. Yeah, it's brutal. But I have a lot to say about it. So I think we should end with that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I feel bad for Cody. I feel bad for Cody's mom. Oh yeah, this was a, an emotional roller coaster of yeah. a of a person Gut punch. <laughs> After and it was like it never stopped. Yeah, Cooper shows up at this kid's house, innocent, and the kid's like, "Just remember, my mom is she's she's cool. It's all she's good, a super Cooper." Good mom. And Cooper's like, good. okay, sounds great. Can I fucking come in? And then he sees that it's a hoarding house, like legitimate hoarding, not like the way people are like, haha, I have OCD, like because I like my things to be in straight lines, but like actual. Actual problem, mental yeah. illness. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
So Cooper goes to Violet and says, quote, she's crazy cakes like six times because he's very empathetic and understanding <laughs> to the medical condition. Um, and so Violet's like, okay, I'll talk to her. Like, I'm happy to talk to her and like, see what's going on. It's, it's oftentimes hard to, to treat something like that, but I'm, I'm happy to help. Also worth noting, Cooper is mad at Charlotte because he recently found out that she was previously married. Yes. And she had not told him. And we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, and he's displacing his anger every possible place other than just is he's he's t- tight tight tightly wound short fused angry at everyone snappy at everyone mean to everyone no empathy to this woman ready to call child protective services the second he gets out of that house which like i do understand like having concern but i also understand where violet's coming from where she's like well like, let's see what else is going on because, you know, we don't want to separate a kid from his mom if we don't have to do that. Also, it's not like the whole house was wild because in his room, it seemed to be okay. Yeah. So at and least it, his living space yeah. is not a hoarder house. Also, there's hoarding and then there's like garbage hoarding. And it looks yes. kind of like she had... I mean, there were things like the thing, the mixing thing that was broken, but it wasn't like a bag of rotten food. Yeah. Do you ever watch the show Hoarders? No, I can't. It's it literally will give me an actual like anxiety attack. Like Jessica, I, I cannot watch it. Jessica and I have watched episodes of Hoarders Mm-mm. and nothing, nothing plays to the complete opposite spectrum of your emotion at the same time, like watching a show of hoarders because you sit there going, Oh my God, this is so sad. And you're also sitting there going, Oh my God, we have such a beautiful home. (laughs) I'm also Um, just like, uh, but I will like watch hoarders and be like, I have too much stuff. I'm almost a hoarder. Yeah. Which is not true, but like, I just get so afraid. It's, It's a slippery slope. But there was one that we were watching where it was like a dude and it's it's just um it was just cat shit everywhere and animal when it's like the animal it's, hoarding episodes, I like would I can't. Like that breaks my heart because it it's you're hurting animals. Yeah. Intentionally or not, you're hurting animals, and I cannot deal with that. Yeah. <sighs> so, anyways, it's uh it's pretty crazy. And um, you know, don't want to don't want to shame people. Wants to help. Yeah, no. It's not, that's not how I mean it at all. It's more just like, I. No, I didn't think that. No, I didn't no, mean okay, you. Were. I don't want it to come across that way. No, because honestly, um, like it's, it's so easy to just go right into a snap judgment. And I think and like, oh, the problem house. like that's Yeah. So there's simply so much more to that. As we see in this episode, I think they do a really good job of like explaining the. Absolutely. The reasoning behind it for this woman. Um, which ultimately, well, first of all, she tells Violet that her husband has passed away, but she gives her like no other information. And then Violet finds out from Cody, the son, that they were um, divorced and also his sister passed away in addition to his dad, which the mom had withheld that information from Violet. So clearly there is a traumatic suppression yeah, that's... absolutely. And the physical manifestation of that is the mm-hmm. hoarding. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is what Violet suspected all along. Right. 
I'm so sorry. Um, but when she's talking to her and she's like, got the stuff and she says, and this is something I actually say to both myself and Michael when trying to go through things, how would your life be different if you threw this away? Because Michael is at the dad phase in his life where like he'll cut some rope for a project and then we'll have a randomly cut other piece of rope. And I say, I'm going to throw this away. And he says, no, what if we need it? And I say, then we'll cut a new piece of rope. And yep. he's like, let's just save that one. And I say, how would your life be different if I throw this away? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, now, the one thing, of course, like w once every six years, he needs that specific cord or that specific nail or that specific piece of rope. Yeah. And that like reignites his fire that he's always right to keep these things. <laughs> and that really bums me out. I need you to know, and I'm going to go on record and say this, Kelsey, I'm on your side. Thank you. Because I also just, here's the thing. Unless you need it tomorrow, you don't need it. Like there's no re like we, we went through all uh, a whole bunch of clothes and shoes and we mm -hmm. were, it was new year's Eve. We were clutter decluttering. Yeah. All Starting the new year fresh. Yes. And granted th this is different. These were clothes that we hadn't worn in a long time. When we moved from Chicago, when I moved from Chicago to Florida, I just put everything into bags and I took it. I didn't declutter. When we got from one house in Florida to the next house in Florida to moving home, we didn't declutter. There were things right. that I hadn't worn in years. Get rid of it. Now, also in the Midwest, we have a junk drawer. There were 13 phone chargers. Oh my God. In that junk drawer. And I want you to know that less than half of them were iPhone chargers. The rest of them were just micro USB chargers that we get with like things that would just but exist. Now, but now fucking the new iPhone's going to be micro USB. Right. No, no, it's no, that's going to be USB C. It's USB C. Ugh, that's just still annoying to me. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a faster charge. However, I digress. We got rid of it <laughs> because you know what? Worst case scenario, we just go on Amazon or go to Walgreens at the end of the road and we buy a new charger. That is worst case a scenario. Of privilege. I, will I understand. I understand. But I'm just saying that's yeah. how I've looked at things. Because yeah. I've needed to declutter. If I don't need it, and or if it's something that truly it's not going to break the bank to go buy a new one of it. Yeah. I just get rid of it. I don't need this clutter in my house. I don't need this shit. Like I was going through my stuff in my closet down here and I've got these orange bird and this red pop that are just sitting there. I don't need them. I'm going to try to sell them. Get rid of them. Yeah. You know? Make some money on some of this stuff. Pirate. Yeah. So. From, Brand yeah. new in the box. Do you want them? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. A hundred bucks. They're both yours. Nope. Not doing that. <laughs> uh, the orange bird alone is going for $150 on eBay. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to take them and give them to my dad to sell. So if he wants to buy them from me and make it a business expense, he can cut me a check. I don't know if that's how that works, but okay. Yeah. He's acquiring merchandise. He has to buy it for a deal. You're just going to sell it to him for what he would sell it for. That's not a deal. I'll sell it to him for a deal. I don't think you will. And this is an off my conversation. <laughs> Anyways. 
So um, anyways, the, the hoarding thing, it sucks. It's sad. No judgment. But I think they do a good depiction. So anyways, continue. Like you were saying. Uh, yeah, Violet finally has the breakthrough with her where she's like, it's my fault that they died because I divorced him. And I threw him out because I didn't want him anymore. And so I like now physically, mentally am unable to let things go because of that. Yeah. Um, and so she was able to. And then the DCSF lady shows up and Violet says, just doing a little house cleaning. So that also, it's worth noting that Cody had a staph infection. That's all he had. He got his yeah. uh, cast off and it was just a staph infection. I'm assuming he's fine because the mom comes and checks him out of the hospital later. But um, we should, excuse me, podcast where we should also note in in every instance that Cooper exists, he <laughs> uses it as a dig at, at Charlotte. Charlotte was like not even in the conversation. He's like, fucking Charlotte's going to yell at me for stealing a bed. And Charlotte walks up and she's like, what the f- I wasn't even <laughs> here for this conversation. She's like, literally, <laughs> if you're if a, there is a sick person, they can be in my hospital. You dumb piece of shit. <laughs> like, Jesus fuck Christ, off, Cooper. Cooper. Get it together. Uh, but she made it to the lady's house. And it was the thing. The thing that always is very interesting with the with the hoarders is they can they can rationalize anything. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, well, what if I need these erasers? Yeah. Well, and it, like, they show her like putting they cut off Cody's cast and then it shows her putting it in her purse. Mm, yeah. Also, I, wants... I, my skin's cracked and bleeding. That's I, I just like oh. licked my hand. Are it's you just so it's so dry. It's just so yeah. dry. That's sad. I need some ointment. Um. Yes, so she has the breakthrough with Violet and is able to start getting rid of things. And also very upsetting for her when she starts talking about the fact that her four-year-old died in a car crash because I also have one of those. Yeah. And a car. The situation. (laughs) Yeah, you do have both of those. It stresses me out. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The situation was, and if I understand correctly, so fill in the blanks if I'm I'm misspeaking. Mm -hmm. The woman was no longer in love with the husband. Mm Mm-hmm. And Which they happens. would alter. Yes, it happens. That's not that's not the part that's shocking. Because right. he was a good he was a good person. She said nothing wrong with him. I just didn't love him anymore. Which mm-hmm. again happens. So alternating weekends. But Cody was sick, and he didn't get to go with the dad. And the daughter st- wanted to be at home with Cody, but she said, "No, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a good mom. Good go with your dad. Man. Yeah. For this, this is his weekend, and mm-hmm. they fall off a cliff and die." So yep. she blamed herself for a lot of that, mm-hmm. which you can't. You can't. I understand how you can, but you you shouldn't. Right. Um, well, and Violet, because the the mom goes, well, if I hadn't divorced him, they never would have been in there in that spot at that time in the car. And Violet's like, you just you don't know that that like yeah. you, you can say it, but you don't know it to be true. But yeah, I mean, easy for Violet to say hard for the mom to to get herself in that headspace. Yeah. So, but when we get to that scene where she does finally the the mom, Sob I don't remember what's like what's the thing. What's the mom's name? Andrea. Andrea. The kid kind of gives her a little pep talk and he's like, "You got this, mommy." I know. Go, Poor Cody. Go show him how good of a mommy you because are and Cody at leaves. At some point, yeah, he like is talking to Violet and he's like, "I can't, you can't take me away from her because I take care of her." And Violet's like, "Do you do you wish that was different? Because like, yes, kids shouldn't 
have to take care of children, like their parents. That's that's not the the way it should have to be. And it's not the way that it's meant to be, but it does happen a lot of the time. Yeah. Bless him. Yep. Cody's so, a good boy. And that scene where Violet's like, she's rapid fire asking questions mm-hmm. to Andrea. It gets intense. It gets intense really yeah. quick. And then she said, you know, she, she finally has kind of that break. It says, you want me to fucking throw it away? I'll throw it fucking away. And she just starts yeah. tossing shit and she throws it on the yard. Obviously she's having a mental breakdown, which is opening and up the trauma through. Sorry. Break the breakdown equates to the breakthrough. Yes. Oftentimes they do come together. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. That was nice to see. She, I'm glad that that storyline, in my opinion, is getting a happy ending because yeah, they both so deserve too. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Um, Cooper, let's. Mm. There was one scene where Cooper at the hospital uh, mm-hmm. with Violet and she's like. And he, he said, well, you are being a crazy person because this woman needs to be locked up for hoarding things and putting her son through that. Because look at his arm now. It's broken and, and infected because of the hoarding. And Violet's like, you are pissed off at everyone mm-hmm. and you need to forgive Please Charlotte stop. and yeah, stop. And, yeah, Charlotte. <laughs> instead of displacing your anger. And he and then Cooper was like, oh, I'm tired of hearing your shit about Sheldon and Pete and Alan and blah, blah, blah. And Violet's like, and look where that got me. And that's when Cooper <laughs> was like, oh, I'm yeah. super normal. Yay yeah. me. And he goes, that's a good point. She yeah. says, thank you. And that was kind of a redeeming scene. Mm-hmm. Still shitty for Cooper. Ugh. Where do you the want to start with? The scene is really brutal. Like uh, Everything. Everything in this episode is brutal. Because Cooper's just a dick the whole time. Yeah. And it's really hard because it's really not the character that we're used to seeing with him which I think yeah. makes it that much harder to watch because you're like, I know you're a good person. You're, you're hurt. And like the, the old odd adage is hurting people, hurt people. And I think that's very true in their relationship, but in this episode specifically, yeah. it's just very true. Yeah. I do like Charlotte seems to be the most level headed person, mm-hmm. which is kind of saying something in this show. <laughs> Because at one point, Cooper picks a fight with her and she's like, step into my office and get out of the public view. Yeah. Close the door. And they're yelling and they, if you have the subtitles on, it's very clear. But if you don't have the subtitles on, you can't really tell. But um, she tries to hide it a little bit. And uh, when they get into this big fight, she's like, you have this view of me Mm -hmm. where I spend my free time. My hobby (laughs) is dreaming up ways to emasculate you. Mm-hmm. and hurt you and yeah a lot of that is on him like it's just things that he feels and he's projecting onto her like the whole thing with buying him into the practice because he couldn't afford to do it and he it's just like things like this are so frustrating to me because it's like if you feel a certain way bring it up when it happens I fucking hate it when people like hold on to things like that and then they're like, it's fine. And then they bring it up months later. Like that infuriates me to no end. Just be honest. By the way, I've been meaning to talk to you. There was something you told me back in 2014 that I'm really upset about. I think now is the right time. (laughs) I don't even think we knew each other. other No, we didn't know each other then. You didn't even know Jessica then. No, I did not. Yeah. If I could go back in time and meet Jessica earlier, I would. 
If I could turn back time. Um, but yeah, it's Cooper's Shitty. mad that he didn't know about Charlotte's marriage. Which I only watched the episode prior to this. So what all do we know? It's it was just the episode where it's the episode where Sam and Addison were like hiking, right? That we find out about I think Charlotte so. was previously. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I cannot watch that episode. That episode is very upsetting to me. That was it's a very I, good episode, but it is too much for me. I yeah. I typically skip it when I do a rewatch. Yeah, it's uh it's a sad one. So yeah. the the quick like gist of it is Cooper and Charlotte have a very interesting relationship. Yes. Which I've grown to like. But they talk about she says something about marriage and her dad had passed away and she was dreaming of a wedding where Big Daddy, as mm-hmm. she refers to him as, gets to walk her up the aisle. Right. But she so, doesn't want to do it because he died. Correct. So the issue that Cooper is getting hung up on is, were you ever planning on marrying me? Was this all real? Yeah. You kept this from me for too long. I want to say these are all valid questions. Yeah. I agree. She should have told him they live together, right? You don't have yes. to disclose that on a first date. One, date. Yeah. You don't have to disclose that. In my opinion, I feel like three months. I feel like you could wait that long, right? To see how invested you are. Before you move in though. Yeah. It has living, to be. They are committed to each other. They, yes. they tell each other they love each other. He was there for her when she went through this horrific thing with her uh, dad. She is. I, I hate it when people are like, I'm, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you everything. I hate that argument. Um, that's what liars say in my opinion. <laughs> so uh, I agree that she should have told him this. With where they are in their relationship and who they are to each other, she should have told him that. However, he should stop being a big fucking turd. Yeah, he's really... He's sucking, he's sucking butt. I mean, he's, he's eating trying butt. to do this as mean as he possibly can. Like, he gives her no benefit of the doubt with anything, like with the whole thing at the hospital... Well, he, he he thinks he thinks that because he forgave her for having sex with Archer that he has this moral high ground. Yeah. And he just does not. He's very quickly eliminated <laughs> any moral high ground he's had. And he yeah. loves Okay, I hate this. He loves to call her a bitch, and that really very much frustrates me. He so says it a lot. Yeah. I I feel like I'm going to say this and I feel like I'm going to sound self-involved, but I'm going to say it anyways. I have similar personality traits to Charlotte. I'm like very blunt, very upfront. Uh, If you don't know me well, it takes a long time for me to like open up and have vulnerability. So oftentimes I've had people that I don't know that well say that I'm a bitch and it affects me zero. I actually don't give a flying fuck if people think that. But I think truly like if like if Michael were to call me that it would actually hurt me because I'm like, well, you know me and I am vulnerable with you and you do see like me being a good person. Yeah. 
And so like, I, like that's why for me, this fight and this breakup is really hard to watch because it's like, it reminds me of arguments I've had, um, more with an ex-boyfriend, one particular ex-boyfriend that Mm. I have, um, who would like hit that word. Like Cooper hits it hard because he knows what he's doing. And like, I can hear it and it like takes me back to very similar situations that I've been in. We're like, I'm like, it doesn't matter if anyone else calls me that because I don't care. But like, that's the one person who's like, who it actually would hurt me if they said it. So when they like, they know what they're doing. Like he knows by saying, and I mean, like she is also doing it when she, every time she says like, you're not a man, she's doing something similar. Um, When they're arguing, they are both, they both are being very purposeful with their words. Yeah. They're, they're trying to be as hurtful as possible. But, like, the difference is Charlotte's like, we're just going to say these really hurtful things and then we're going to get over it. And Cooper's like, no, we're going to say these really hurtful things and then we're going to be broken up. Because a lot of that stuff, it's like, I, I, it's hard to come back from. Yeah, there there was one line where he said, what was it? Um He so he says I'm not the freak that got fired because he's because I'm heartless. But then he calls her a bitch and he says something to the effect of, "Oh, this is it. Yeah, you're a sex toy I yeah. found on the internet, and you're just trying and you're just a girl trying to please her dead daddy." Yeah. What the fuck? Also, when you know someone so well that you know like the most hurtful things you can say. It's just, it's hard to watch, but like it, I've again been in relationships where it's like, oh, she's mean. And like the person I'm with is like, oh, it's like acts like this nice person. That's like never would never be mean to anybody ever. And then I'm like, but you're actually like really mean. And like, but I'm just going to, I have to hide that because I'm supposed to be the mean one and everyone loves you. And I can't like tell people who you actually are. This is not about Michael to clarify. (laughs) Um, but like, yeah, it's just really hard to watch. And like, I'm like, if she was heartless, she wouldn't be fucking crying right now. Right. Like, it's just very hard. And I don't mean to say that she doesn't also say terrible things. But like, again, it's like because she's this person, she's like kind of a, a harsher person all the time. It kind of means less when she's mean versus when Cooper, who's like this nice person, like when he goes in and like, again, She's just saying like, oh, you feel emasculated. You don't feel like a man. Like you couldn't get your dick up, all this stuff. And then, which is a hurtful thing to say. Like, I understand it doesn't have to be, but the way she says it is hurtful. But then for him to come out and bring up like the dead dad, how many times can you be like, you're heartless? How many times can you say bitch? How many times? And then to be like, you're just a sex toy. I found like, you're not even a person anymore. You're a sex toy. I don't, it's like, I, it's, it's sad. It's hard to watch. I don't like it. Yeah, no, it's, it is shitty. And we will give our final thoughts after a word from not sex toys. (laughs) Who knows? It might be sex toys. Well, I guess that's fair. (laughs) We did, we did. Well, that's fair. Uh, We'll be back after these messages. And if you're watching on YouTube, we're just going to be sitting here getting a drink of water. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And we are back. <laughs> Freeze frame that shit. So should be in the Louvre. Should, which we've been to. Mm-hmm. We should go back. Mm-hmm. Maybe spend a little bit more time there. Yes. <laughs> Not show up there at <laughs> two p.m. When it closes at five. Yeah. Uh, so my fi- here just some final thoughts on on Cooper and Charlotte. Ouch. <laughs> Fucking. Have you? What's do you feel like you've had arguments? Let's let's uh, well, I guess I shouldn't we won't we won't go into details, but like I feel I feel like I've had really intense arguments with Jessica, but I don't think I've ever to her ever said intentionally mean things. If I say something, it's stupid and angry, but it's coming from a place of like me being pissed off. I've, I don't think I've ever said something with the intent of fuck you specifically. I think I, I've said mean things, but the intent was not to destroy her. Yeah. Not anything like what they are doing. No, like you've said mean things, but not anything ever to this level. Yeah. Also, we've talked about this before. Carmen oftentimes says things very quickly without thinking of, what they really mean or how they could hurt people, which again goes to the point like they are, there is a lot of thought behind the horrendous things they are saying to each other. And that's yes. You've said mean things, but not anything like this. I also would like the foresight of like, how can I actually destroy the core of your humanity? And like the most vulnerable things that we have experienced together as a couple, how can I now use that against you? Right. And how can I make you just not even a person anymore? Right. Like I've never, I, when I get mad, I, I am a yeller and I'm a swearer. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I don't say things. I don't say calculated things. I just say right. shit. I just, yeah. it's thr- just like whatever. word vomit. <laughs> yeah. Word vomit of anger. Uh, you know, and you know, Jessica is the other, she will, she will yell and she will say mean stuff, but she gets more calculated with, with her anger. Um, but also like, she's never said mean shit like that there's i don't know i have a hard time seeing this this uh i don't think they move forward it's like you said some of these things you just can't come back from also um it is it is hard to hurt your feelings (laughs) i'm offended by that it is hard to hurt your feelings (laughs) like it's truly i has anyone well i feel like there are, are but I don't think it's worth. I feel like actions hurt your feelings more than words do. Um, does, that, does that feel accurate? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I'm, I'm. Yes. Right. I think I would. I think the like the most offended I ever was was the the rainbow the rainbow target shirt. Oh yeah. Situation. <laughs> that was so stupid. That's just also like shocking. It's like, what well, are you talking about? 
It was it was both. It was when they were like, you don't have as a straight white man, you don't deserve well, also, the right to wear rainbows. Even saying it to you, that's another right. thing. It was like if the behind the back of it was, kind of... yeah. If they're listening to this podcast right now, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I love a grudge. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I I really it is. I guess it is hard to hurt my feelings um, only because Not that I'm that's so bad. Awesome. I'm just like I just feel like that's. It's a point Jessica has mentioned to me before. Yeah. Uh, but if it makes everyone out there feel better, if I've ever gotten into an argument with you, I argument with you, I don't yearn to, <laughs> hang to out hurt with your you. feelings. <laughs> I don't yearn to hang out. With you. I, if, if I'm ever someone that you've hung out with before, I don't yearn to see you again. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this Goodness. so you don't think they'll get back together? I don't think so. That's and honestly, Charlotte deserves better. Cooper needs to get his shit together. Like I, again, I understand being angry and I understand being like upset with your partner, but like there, I don't know. Cause he says like, Oh, I can't forgive her. And I'm like, well then, then break up with her and don't do this terrible thing. Well, he end, at the end of the argument, he goes, were you ever planning on marrying me? And she goes, yeah. it doesn't matter now, does it? And it doesn't, I What guess. do you think the answer was? I think whatever it is that she went through that she doesn't want to go back mentally to. And we're, we have to assume that there was a trauma of some sort. Mm-hmm. My guess is maybe domestic violence, but she also doesn't seem like the person who would be okay with that ever like even at the first hint of it she would be out um or maybe she is the way that she is because of domestic violence and she's had to build a hard exterior to protect herself from that moving forward but i think that yeah i think she was willing to give marriage a second try and whatever whatever trust that was that she would be having to put out there into the world i think she was ready to give that to cooper Mm mm-hmm because up until this point, we have seen Cooper be a pretty good dude. See, my thing is also, I'm like, for me, if I'm in that situation where someone is like, just said all of those terrible and hurtful things. And the answer is no, I didn't ever intend to marry you. I'd probably say that because it would be hurtful. Mm, so good I'm like, she doesn't want to basically be like yeah i did want to marry you and like all you're doing is like because she is as much as like she is hurt she's still trying to maintain that hard exterior like she doesn't she she's crying but she's also holding back tears she doesn't want to cry in front of him she's upset that she that she's upset because she's not someone that likes to be upset if she Um, also is seeing this as just an argument which it blows my mind that she was able to say all that stuff and she's like no it's just a fucking argument dude you dumb bitch like cooper you're you're cooper being the dumb bitch not charlotte uh i'm like she because she does say a lot of yeah things like again they she doesn't pull her bunches yeah they they both do it where their like weakest spots are but if she's walking away from that she's not gonna be like no because I hate you, you ugly piece of garbage. <laughs> or yes, and now you've ruined it. Like she's holding her cards co- close to the chest. Mm-hmm. I think as like a ace in the hole. If she does decide that you know she's willing to take him back, but that dude needs to do some groveling. <laughs> but I mean, also she also has would have to. He would need to grovel, but she would also need to like 
At earn back some of that trust with the lie. Yeah, or the explanation. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was Anyways. hard to watch. Yeah, that was... I love... I, like, love their dynamic. I love the dynamic of a couple where, like, it's, like, a really hardened person and then, like, a really soft, sunshiny, happy person. I like think me and it's Jessica? Interesting. No, that's just two shiny, happy people. <laughs> ah... Much like the R.E.M. song um, And so I just think it's fun to watch And I enjoy it And I love Cooper and Charlotte together And it's just This episode makes me feel sad in my heart What could have been Came to an end so quickly I have no idea I haven't kept watching kinky, kinky dirty relationship Oh yeah I need to go back and watch the episode where she was just in chocolate. Oh, yeah, like the edible body paint. Yeah, I need some of that in my life. And then she's like full on leather cat suit. I don't know if I remember that one. Oh, maybe I do. (laughs) I can't Google it because of the spoilies, though. All right. Anything else with Private Academy? Yeah, I feel like we surely did not. Oh, yeah, because we didn't talk about Dell and Oh, Dell and fucking Naomi. Shit. Well, Dell does apologize. Dell apologizes to Pete in this episode. Which was big of him. Yeah. And correct of him because he did punch him in the face. But he apologized apologized to seven-year-old little Betsy baby. Oh, that was sad. What were your, I mean, we'll talk about it in more depth, you know, at the, when we talk about private practice, but I know you were surprised when the house blew up because you texted me that you were surprised that the house blew up. As soon as the house blew up, I was like, I bet she was cooking meth because I've seen. Did you think she would die? No. Yeah. I didn't think she was going to die, but like she was pretty fucked up. Uh, (laughs) Correct. They really mangled that woman. Yeah. But when they were like, hey, she's going to die. You need to say your goodbyes. I was that's that's when I was like, I think she's going to die. Um, <laughs> I think she might not make it through this one. I I have a hard time with. Um, trying trying to do things with hindsight in mind before the hindsight happens. Mm-hmm. For instance, I do not have a great relationship with my mother that you you know, you know that. I do. However, when my mom and I were starting to kind of reconcile with each other, she mm-hmm. was very quick with the I love yous. Mm-hmm. And at first, I didn't say it. Mm-hmm. And then I started saying it without meaning it because it meant mm-hmm. more for her to hear it than for me right. to withhold it. Now, I'm not saying that this is the same as if Jessica cheated on me with seven dudes and started cooking drugs in our house and then the house exploded and I didn't let Marlo say goodbye to her. Those those are two different things. I don't think I would also let my daughter say goodbye to to Jessica. Yeah, so I, I struggle. I see both sides. Like I see yeah. where Pete is coming from because at, at a certain point, I'm like, yeah. Like, as a punishment to Heather, I'm like, that's why he doesn't want to let Betsy say goodbye. But I'm also like, well, you're also hurting Betsy. 
which he comes to realize is the truth. And that's like what this episode is about. And he's like, yes, I should have let you, or at least given her the choice to decide, like just taking the choice away from her does not only damage to like what the relationship she had with other, but also like the trust that she had previously with him. Yeah. But yeah, I absolutely understand where he's coming from of like wanting to be like, no, you can absolutely never see this child again because you have, you almost killed her. And I absolutely hate, like, honestly, I'm like, you should hate her. She, that's a terrible thing that she was doing. She actually almost killed your child. The fact that you didn't go in there and punch her in the face is shocking. Right on her burnt, burnt face. Right on her crispy face. So I think that, well, the, here's the thing, though. Once once Dell would have made that choice, there's no going back. Because you don't mm-hmm. get to say, all right, Betsy, say goodbye to your mom. But in 16 years, I'll reveal the truth to you when you are old enough to handle what happened that night. Uh, because once once he lets that happen, he has to protect the image of mom forever. I mean, I don't think that's true. I think... If she shows up one day asking questions, that's his choice if he wants to tell her what happened. I guess. I don't know. It sucks. Yeah, I don't but think. it's true. He also doesn't want to deal with the fact that he found the pipe the night before and didn't do anything about it. So he feels guilty because yeah. he put her in that situation. Yeah. Even though ultimately, thank God, Betsy was okay. It did. This reminds me. It did seem a little distasteful that on the heels of an episode where they were cooking drugs and she exploded, Addison was like, don't you wish we just did fucking heroin? Yeah, I did. I did notice that as well. Like, I know that someone in my life just died from making drugs in their house and it almost killed a seven year old girl. But like, don't you just wish also that like, was I'm us? Sorry. I don't think that a very, 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 very rich child who grew up in like Maine or Connecticut or wherever she grew up and went to Yale, never did cocaine. Like there's no part of me that thinks she didn't do cocaine at some point in yeah. her life. Yeah. Just that like makes the drug of the wealthy. So anyways, don't believe it. Yeah. <coughs> okay. But it sucks. It sucks overall. Yeah. It's a shitty, it's, it's an impossible situation. If this yeah. was real, it's an it's impossible situation. One of those no where you're like, you just truly, you can say like, this is what I think I would do. But I'm also like, I don't fucking know what I would do. I would just be really mad. I wouldn't have let Marlo say goodbye. I would you have regretted it. <laughs> I would have regret. Well, yeah, but okay. Pot. I'm not pot saying kettle. I'm not. Pot I'm kettle. Not saying I'm, not. I'm saying I agree with you because I know how spiteful you are. So... I mean, I also would have come to that conclusion like Dell, and I think I would have ultimately ended up apologizing, and it would have sucked, and it would have been sad and emotional, but I would have, yeah, I don't think I would have said yes in the moment. Yeah. Although it was not, it was not Pete's right to make that decision no, for no, Dell. No, I agree. Pete also, deserved like, the punch, but Dell shouldn't have punched them. Does that make here's sense? Here's my thing. Yes. The thing is, if, if you take out the personal relationships and you just know this daughter and this mom came in from an explosion and the, the daughter is now stable, the mom is medium stable and wants to see the daughter. If you take out no, the, the personal conversations that they know that is happening and the daughter is like, I want to see my mom. I think it would be normal for the doctor to be like, I'll take you to see your mom. That's fine. 
but obviously but we know that. all this personals on top of it. So it gets muddy, but yeah, it was sad. Betsy's like not talking. Betsy, like decorating the grave full of toys. Mm. Dagger in my heart. Like, yeah. <sighs> and it's in this moment where Betsy gives Dell the cold shoulder and then Maya gives Naomi the cold shoulder kind of out of nowhere. Uh, and I thought that she was just mad still about her parents being squares and not letting her throw a fucking party on the beach. <laughs> that was so dumb. So that was my initial reaction. Also, wait, one of my favorite moments ever in this show was probably like at the beginning of this season when Naomi like finds Maya and Dink and Sam is there and Naomi's like yelling at Maya and Maya goes, at least you're just mad because I have a boyfriend or something like that. And Sam's face is like, Oh, I'll have to find it and like send you the video. I think about it all the time. It's I, so I know funny. what you're talking about because I just, I just uh, it's so watched it. Yeah. It's like one of the last like two or three episodes. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, it's also funny because, uh, the scene where that initially happens, she's like, Maya, you need to call your dad right now before oh, you, yeah, or she, when she's counting, yeah, she's counting dad and tell Mom. him to come here and save your life. <laughs> yes. That's what I it is. I think about that a lot too. Yeah. And then when he shows up and he kicks everyone out and he's like, you better go into that house and apologize to your mom because next time I will help her bury the body. Yeah. You motherfucker. <laughs> I love how Sam and Naomi have each other's back in the pair in the yeah. co-parenting in the co-parenting stages. Yeah. Good for them. They're like, this kid fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, all children from a- divorced uh, households end up shitty, you know? Yeah. Just children though. Divorced adults are great. <laughs> so if you're, this is your first time listening, we're both from divorce. First families and we're doing well, mine great happened when i was an adult so yeah like, mine happened when i was a kid i'm an so. adult of divorce and carmen's a child of divorce yes so anyways uh great glad that that happened you know the thing that i do like about Dell's apology is he's like i was scared and i'm sorry mm-hmm. and he is just you know he treats her like an equal even though they spend all fucking episodes saying remember she's just seven <laughs> yeah well, uh, she is she is and then Maya drops the bomb on Addison and says, mm-hmm. I, she didn't even say it. She just gives her the pregnancy test. Yeah. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. So when um, Dell apologizes to Pete and he's like, you got quite a punch on you. <laughs> that was cute. That yeah. was cute. Um, Mark and Addison sleep together. Blah, blah. Dell apologized to Naomi. That's I did like the moment when Naomi's like, I understand if you don't want to talk to me, but like I just want you to know I I I hope you have someone you can talk to because like I I want that for you. And that's when she goes. So I am glad that she has Addison to lean on in that moment because that's terrifying. Cause yeah. isn't in there like in the first season they they find a girl who like gave birth, but like the mom didn't know. She like literally like when Addison and Pete do that safe surrender program together. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. 
Also, I mean, fairly recently, there was a girl who was just a homeless person and carrying the kid around. Uh, with oh, um, di- the girl diabetes? from Pretty Little Liars. Sure. I don't know. No, it wasn't diabetes. It was a heart condition. Yes, that's and, what it is. And the mom, Addison tells the mom, she's like, you're an ass. You're yes. trying to be nice, but you're actually just an ass. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Well, uh, so where you were about, we're some amount of the way through private practice. <laughs> so how yeah. are you, what are your current emotions on private practice as a show? As a show, it's just okay. Uh, I'm not going to, hold on, hold on. They have hit a groove mm-hmm. because the season two finale and so far this season has just been banger after banger. Mm-hmm. So I'm really appreciating this. I'm not going to spoil the details because that's a whole other Patreon episode that we're going to have to do, which will be fun to talk about. I'm going to need to rewatch some of these episodes before we talk about them. Yeah. So, but in general, it's, it's an okay show. I wouldn't say that it's, it's nowhere near as good as Grey's, but running simultaneously, I'm a fan of it. The characters just aren't incredibly compelling to me. The storylines that they tried to force you to to go with in the beginning, I didn't like. I never liked the Pete and Addison thing. Luckily, they pivoted from that. I did like Cooper and Charlotte, but it feels like they're trying to pull us away from that. I never, I don't know. The Sam saying he's in love with Naomi, but he's trying to get into Addison's pants is kind of confusing. Seems um, a little muddled. Yeah. So, but just none of the, like, I love... Derek and Mark. I love um, Christina and I love Lexi. There's a lot of characters that I, and Bailey. I love these characters in Grays. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's a character in, in private practice that I love. You don't love Charlotte? Other than Addison? No, I, I do love, I really like Charlotte. I don't get enough of Charlotte. Mm, nobody does. Yeah, so I don't get enough of Charlotte. And Addison's character in this show, the way they're writing her, is kind of an a-hole. Well, I like that she has an arc. because She's got some arc. Like, yes, she had kind of an arc in Grey's, but like the whole point of private practice was her leaving to like find herself. So she is going to need to be a different person. And yes, she's having multiple midlife crises. It's apparently she just keeps... She sleeps with... Well, she doesn't sleep with Noah, but... Yeah, there was the whole thing with Noah. And no, the Noah storyline was there fucking garbage. There was the whole garbage. thing with Rory Gilmore's dad. So. The, oh, is the that SWAT Noah? Guy. No, the SWAT oh, guy. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, Forgot about Archer that. Archer sucks. Jesus Archer's Christ. a piece of shit. It'd be okay <laughs> if I sucks. never saw Archer again. Literally just looks like every time they come, I'm like, maybe this time they'll make him redeemable. And nope. Yeah. Not this time. No. Um, Anyways, okay, well, so we it's it's it? a good show. Yeah, let's rate it. Are we going to rate this episode and then we're going to rate the crossovers together? Crossover experience, yes. Crossover experience together. Okay. Am I going first, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give the singular episode a 3.8. Mm-hmm. And the crossover experience a... Four point three. Okay, so mine might feel like this episode is also a three point eight, 
and the crossover as a whole is a four. I'm like, if you tell me, if you bill something as a crossover event, it needs to be a bigger deal than this. Just Mark Sloan Sloan being there is like, whatever. Like, it's good. Like, obviously, like, the plot was necessary for, like, what's going on in Grey's and everything. But I was just like, that's it? This is what we're doing? Um, I just, like, if you're going to say this is a crossover, like, do more. Make it a bigger yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, I agree. I like this episode. I, I'm com- really coming to learn that I like private practice a lot more than a lot of people do. Um. I really like it. I think for me, it has a bit more rewatchability than Grey's. Um, there are just characters. I think there are no characters in private practice that I hate the way that I hate characters in Grey's. So for me, I can just like pop it on and be like, let's go to town. Like, I love this show. I love Addison. I love Charlotte. I find like Cooper, Violet, Pete, Sam, Naomi, they find them all to be super compelling. Um, so yeah, I love the show. I just think it's so interesting, like to, to find out that like just a lot of people don't care as much for it. Um, I'm enjoying my watch of it. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I don't think people like dislike it. I just think a lot of people are like, yeah, it's neutral. Like they're just, they're just fine with it. And I'm like, that's, just so not my opinion on it, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. It's see, I'm kind of the opposite. I, I don't really find any of these characters compelling. I don't, I don't think any of them are super compelling. That's I don't think any of them are terrible, but I, I don't, um, I don't want to die on any of their Hill the way that I want to die on Bailey's Hill, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, Addison. But I think also it, the show started with me loving Addison, and her recent choices I have not been a huge fan of. Yeah, but I know she's going through some stuff right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't lost hope. And uh, and her mom's a lesbian. Yeah, she she deserves a little bit of uh, she deserves a couple of weeks to get her stuff together. A couple of Mark sexes. <laughs> yeah. So, but the crossover event was good. I agree. It should have been more like chaotic, and it wasn't really chaotic. Yeah. But. Good, good storylines. Also, I just, I don't really care for Sloan. So. Tell me about it. It's tough that the crossover event is focused on her and her baby. So, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's do some predictions. Mostly, I really just need you to predict something for Sloan and her baby and Mark. <laughs> Sloan is going to put the baby up for adoption. And Mark is going to adopt it. <laughs> that's it that's my prediction um yeah i think that's probably it i don't know that we really need anything else you don't i'll take some private practice ones you don't think cooper and charlotte will get back together yeah i don't think they're gonna get back together i also i think that addison and sam are gonna have sex pete and violet i'm lost <laughs> also there was a point where pete and sheldon were hanging out a bar at a bar and i was like oh this is cool and then it got really stupid really quick <laughs> so yeah i got nothing else on that but i i i care about lucas yeah he's a cutie yeah it was that was sad what happened with that that was capital t trauma in every sense of the word new horrors unlocked in life all right that's all i got Alrighty, well, thank you guys for listening to this special 
private practice edition of Grey's Academy. Yeah. The crossovers galore. We will see more crossovers in our future. Um, if you are super into the show, you can leave us a rating and a review. Pretty please. We really appreciate it. And share us with your friends. And if also that's not, that's not enough for you, you can find us on Patreon. You can listen to some extra stuff there. You can get on Discord and chit-chat with us over there. You can reach out to us on Instagram, TikTok, um, email Pod at gmail.com, Pod on all the platforms. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Just please keep sharing us with everybody that you've ever seen in the whole wide world. But remember, yes. if you see Carmen walking down the street. Just remember, no spoilies. Don't even think about it. Don't do it. Don't think about it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your spoilies. I don't want to hear about your private practice spoilies. I don't want to hear about your Grey's Academy, Grey's Anatomy spoilies. But I do want to hear about your private parts. I will hear no. about that. Oh, no, no. I don't want to hear don't about your private parts. Don't ask people about their private parts. I'm not going to ask them. But if they just tell me, I'm not going to say no because I care about them. I care about the fans. I care about the listeners in private. Uh, more, mm. more importantly, we appreciate all of you listening. We love you. We stand you all. We'll see you all in the next one. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.